What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. Dr. Joseph here with you for our next uh, part of our our podcast as we are walking through the book of Acts. And I'm excited to be here with you for day six as we're going to be reading uh, on uh, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. So uh, let me read the passage, and then uh, we'll make some uh, comments and uh, be ready to just dig in here. I'm going to be reading out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible, Bible, HCSB. Now Peter and John were going together to the temple complex at the hour of prayer at three in the afternoon. And a man who was lame from birth was carried there and placed every day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so that he could beg from those entering the temple complex. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple complex, he asked for help. Peter, along with John, looked at him intently and said, Look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up, stood, and started to walk, and he entered the temple complex with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple complex. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. Now, a couple of things that we just kind of get the the picture of what's happening here in the passage, right? You have what's happened previously uh, in Acts chapter 2 was whenever we had that Peter got up and he declared that he preached this sermon. And after that, you saw this amazing number of people that came forward to be saved. About 3,000 were added to them. And we see this beautiful picture of the church is starting to happen, right? You see how uh, the church is, uh, they're growing together. They're devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, breaking of bread and of prayer, right? They're, they're giving for one another. They're caring for one another. And Peter and John are now, they're walking around and they're sharing the good news. And they come across this man as they were going up to pray at three in the afternoon. I think it's kind of interesting that we see Peter and John, that they're still going to the temple complex to pray. Uh, and yet here they are, they're, they're fulfilling what the Lord has called them to do. And this man who was lame from birth was carried there and placed every day at the temple gate called Beautiful. So he had some friends uh, his, some friends that cared for him, and a part of their ritual every single day was to to carry. We'll we'll just call him Billy Bob, okay? Where the the thing that they would do is they would carry old Billy Bob every single day to the temple complex. It was just a part of their ritual, and they they knew that they would take him to a certain spot, and they would leave Billy Bob there every single day because why wow, he was lame from birth. Being lame from birth meant that in a lot of ways he was an outcast from society. Uh, and also, he was the outcast from the temple. He was not allowed to enter into the temple grounds. And, and in fact, if you remember that there was the uh, the man that was paralyzed, and and uh, and Jesus was encountered before that. And, and you know, from the 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 people that were there, they were saying, you know, 
um, you know, what sin did this man commit? And, you know, and, and Jesus said, you know, this man did not commit any sin by any kind of means. It was said this was for God's glory. And, and so, but yet that just gives you just an idea that whenever they looked at somebody that was being lame during these times, they looked at it as being a sin, almost a generational curse that was passed along. And yet this was not what happened. And so what was he doing? He was setting at the beautiful gate. Now, it's kind of interesting whenever scholars get to talk about the beautiful gate, you know, we don't really have an exact understanding of where the beautiful gate is because this would not even be later, um, you know, mentioned until later on. And so there's been some arguments, you know, not really bad arguments, but just some conversations along the way of just which, which gate is called the beautiful gate. Uh, some want to say that it's the Jaffa Gate. Now, the Jaffa Gate, you know, means uh, beautiful, uh, which is uh, it's kind of interesting because that wasn't really named until about 480 years after uh, the Bible was written. So we we have to understand that's a little bit different, you know, on some things. There's also a lot of scholars that believe that this was the southern gate, the southern steps going into uh, into the temple because, uh, once again, he wouldn't have been able to have entered the temple complex being lame uh, in this way. And so the place where you had the majority of people that would have been gathered during this time was around the southern steps. And in, in fact, uh, that was the time where a lot of people would, would enter in through the gates during this time. So we could just see that where he's sitting at more than likely is around this the southern side of the temple uh, and in fact, this would have even been later on, um, later on, this would have been, um, or before this, uh, would have been where uh, Peter would have preached his sermon. So uh, it was common for Peter to have been around uh, this area uh, and John to have been walking through this area as well uh, on the day of Pentecost. So, uh, so there he is. He's sitting there uh, at the beautiful gate. He's begging for people to come by and Peter and John He's, he's come along. He's asking for, for help. And I, I think this is very important. What says verse 4, Peter, along with John, looked at him intently and said, look at us. Uh, you know, Peter wanted to look into the heart of this man. He didn't want to just see him as a project. He didn't want to just see him as uh, another beggar that was coming along. He, he had probably seen him before because he knew everybody else seen him before. And here was a chance, once again, for God's glory to be shown and for him to just show the, the power there and, and for him to just say, look at us, right? Look at us. Don't look at us as just another means of, of you getting another coin or something like that. Uh, instead, look at us. We're about to have, we're about to deal with this issue in your life. So he turned them, expecting them to get something from them, right? He was expecting just a, a handout. And how we've seen that time and time before, there's some people that that's the way that they live their life. It's just based upon the next handout. And uh, it, it sometimes we have to see, sometimes our, our helping just with handouts actually hurts. Really, the bigger thing that people need most often is the gospel. Yes, there's the physical needs that we want to provide for people along the way, but but if we are not coupling that, if we're not connecting that to the gospel in any type of way, we're missing the mark. And so what does he look at and say? Peter says, I don't have silver or gold, 
But what I have, I can give you that's going to change your life, right? And he does this amazing thing. He says, it's not in the name of Peter. It's not in the name of John, right? It's This is in the name of Jesus Christ and Christ alone. And that was so key, right, that this healing was not going to happen under their own power, under their own, um, you know, conniving creation or anything like that. Right and and Peter, he's he has seen Jesus do this before. He has seen Jesus. He's been there in these places. He was there whenever Jesus raised the centurion's daughter. I mean, he was there whenever he's seen Jesus just speak to these things, and and there would be healing that would happen in the midst of this. And so, what a great, powerful picture of faith that was happening in this moment. But he's doing it not in his own name. He's doing it. In the name of Jesus Christ. And he even goes on to specify, right? It's Jesus Christ. He's the Nazarene, right? He wants to make sure that he knows that this is this is the name by which this is all happening. All right, there's no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. He says, get up and walk. Once again, same words that were said to the paralyzed man whenever he was dropped down through through the uh through the roof, right? Take up your mat and walk, right? Get up, arise. Those same words that were given. Take by the raised right hand, he raised him up, and once his feet and ankles became strong, right? This is his first time to be able to ever walk, right? And what does he do? He immediately, he jumped up, he stands, he he starts to walk. I mean, this amazing miracle has happened. And, and what does he start to do? He starts to run around the temple complex, the, the very place that he was sitting outside that he had been wanting to get into. And he was able to go and he was able to run through it. What a beautiful picture, just running in running around, walking and leaping and praising God. I mean, he was able to jump for the very first time. He was able to leap and walk around. The people that saw this, they were they were in awe as well because why? They knew him. They knew Billy Bob that used to be at the gate. Is that Billy Bob running around? You better believe it is. And how was he able to run around? He's saying it's because of Jesus Christ. It's not because of Peter and John. He's saying it's all because of Jesus Christ. And so what does it say in verse 10? They were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. The transformation that happened to Billy Bob. What a wonderful picture this is, right? Once again, this isn't helping to just help Billy Bob just be able to go get uh Um, you know, go get some work or anything like that. No, this was life-changing for Billy Bob. This was transformational for Billy Bob. And it all happened in the name of Jesus Christ. May we never forget that there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, he changes things. He changes hearts. And And they were able to see a heart Right, that was ready, ready to truly receive what God wanted to do through him. He had thought that that he thought Peter and John were there to just give him some change, but the reality is he was ready to receive change. 
And for I just ask that question of you. You know what? How do you look at people in your life today? Right? Are they there for maybe just your utility? Are you are you just maybe somebody that you look at everybody as just being a means to an end? Right? When in all reality that God wants you to see the people in your life and he wants to see that where God has you today and he wants you to be used for his glory. He wants you to to be somebody that experiences true change in your life, true transformation. Right? Not to receive a a handout, not to receive uh, you know, benefits or anything like that. Friends, it's only and it's always about Jesus Christ. And may our lives be about that. And may we just walk around and may our life be a testimony of awe and astonishment of the change that's happened in our life all because of Jesus. Friend, you can be that testimony to somebody else. You can be that testimony of change. I want to encourage you in that today. God bless you guys. We look forward to connecting with you the next time as we continue on in our podcast. And uh, we look forward to just studying more of God's word together. God bless. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.